Lil Yachty is an artist that a lot of people don't like. He's sort of the the standard example of a talentless mumble rapper. Um, people sort of get on him about his bars and about not being able to freestyle, whatever. And some people don't like him because he wore a dress, um, which is, you know, whatever. Who, who gives a shit? The point is, uh, there's a lot of hate that is directed at Lil Yachty. And I, th I really think that it affected the way that people listen to this album. I think a lot of people had, like, preconceived notions about what Lil Yachty is capable of. And some of those preconceived notions are earned. I mean, his last official release, um, Nothing to Prove, was pretty terrible. I mean, honestly, I think that was Total Cheeks. Even the song with Cardi, um, Get Drift, like, that one I, like, I barely enjoyed. I listened to it just because it was new Cardi, but I wasn't really ever excited about that song. His last project before that, Lil Boat 2, uh, I thought that was alright. Um, pretty, pretty decent project in my eyes. It had some songs that I came back to, but I can understand why, uh, after 2018, Lil Yachty wasn't, like, the favorite, you know? And 2019 for Boat was very quiet. He had uh, a couple of singles that pretty much slid under the radar because they weren't very good. I believe 2019 was the year when he ditched his uh, like signature red hair, but I might be wrong about that. I miss that, the beaded red hairstyle. That was iconic. I really liked that. But anyway, uh, 2019 he also dropped Birthday Mix 4 which was just a short little tape on his SoundCloud, um, but it did include uh, Balmain Jeans with Playboy Cardi, which is a fantastic song. Uh, if you haven't heard that, I would definitely recommend it. But other than that song, I honestly didn't listen to the, listen to the tape. So coming into 2020, he dropped a collaboration tape with um, Zaytoven and Lil' Keed, and that didn't get much traction because, I don't know, it had a, it had a few good songs, but it wasn't very good. But anyway, now, we get to uh, last night when he dropped Lil Boat 3, and I really think this album is awesome. And most of what sets it apart for me from his other projects is the production. He's pretty much made Earl on the Beat his main producer for this project, and a lot of the credit for this album is owed to him, because he really brought the most enthralling production that I've heard on a Yachty track just time and again. I wish Pierre had done a little more on this album. He only produced one song. And I know from the uh, Count Me In joint off of um, Lil Boat 2 that uh, Yachty can sound really, really good over Pierre's production. But yeah, oh well. The main thing people seem to have against this project is that it's too long. And I can definitely understand that. It's 19 tracks, which is for sure too many. But uh, on the other hand, the runtime total is only 53 minutes. Not that that isn't long, because it is, but, but I would say it's forgivable. And also, despite being 19 songs long, uh, this whole project, in my opinion, doesn't have any songs that are begging to be removed. And that's not to say every track is great, but I really don't think any of them are bad. Throughout the album, Lil Yachty was really in his bag. I was really impressed by his rapping. Um, obviously, the bars aren't amazing, uh, but his presentation was really, really outstanding, uh, especially just uh, his charisma in the way he raps and the way he just switches between flows so naturally uh, and with such fluidity and he really brought it in the hooks too i mean a lot of them are catchy as hell i understand it might not be the highest in hip-hop art but i can't even fathom how someone could listen to this album and not even have a good time 
Yachty just has so much personality. Now I want to talk about some of my favorite songs, and there are really a lot of highlights on this. But the first big one for me was TD or Tokyo Drift. And this song is a collaboration with um, Tierra Wack, ASAP Rocky, and Tyler the Creator. And I may be in the minority here, but I really think everyone on that song did amazing. ASAP Rocky may be underdelivered a little bit, uh, just because the verse starts out sort of anticlimactic, at least in my opinion. But partway through, he gets more energetic uh, and a little bit more uh, creative with his verse. And after that, I think it's really good. Tierra Wax sounded awesome. Uh, I really thought that beat was just made for her. And Tyler the Creator, uh, I saw people really disliking his feature, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I didn't think Tyler really rapped like that anymore, but it was good to see that he still had it in him. Or maybe it was an old feature, I don't really know. Regardless, it was a really excellent verse if you ask me. Next up is Pardon Me with Future. And this song is fucking crazy. And Future does maybe carry a little bit. Uh, he's just like going stupid with the whistling. Um, I just can't get enough of this song. It's just so fun to listen to. The first time I heard this song, it took me to another planet. I was enjoying it so much. Like I, I was enjoying it more than I had enjoyed any other first listen of a, any shit for a long time. Next up is Demon Time. Uh, and this track is unique in that it features uh, Draft Day, who is a total unknown, who Yachty brought on to absolutely murder this track. But then Yachty does even better, and these two just trade verses back and forth, and each is better than the last. It's so insane. I fucking love this song. And the, okay, and those three songs I just talked about are all three consecutive. That is a legendary three track run, sir. Next up is Can't Go, which is a short and sweet song. And what's unique about it is it feels really like a return to retro Yachty. So if you really liked um, something like Lil Boat 1 or Teenage Emotions, although I can't imagine there are many people who like that one, uh, then this will be a, a, a nice throwback for you. It sort of shows how far he's come though because personally I think this song's a lot better than the songs that he made earlier in his career that he sort of modeled it after. I think it might be the catchiest song on the album. It's just a really fun song. It's also a great example of just how well uh, Earl on the Beat and Lil Yachty work together. Next shit is Oprah's Bank Account. When this first dropped as a single, I didn't love it. I heard it and I was like, eh. But I let it play again uh, when I was listening to the album for the first time and I was shocked. I felt like I was listening to it with a new pair of ears. I really just fell in love with this song um, and I couldn't believe that I'd ever thought it was mid. Even Drake has an awesome part. It's really just a remarkable song to me. Although I kind of think DaBaby's feature ruins it a little bit, I don't really think he fits the song. Although when he starts singing, uh, even though he's not a great singer, it starts to kind of fit a little bit better with the atmosphere. But yeah, as I'm enjoying the like soothing vocals of Lil Yachty and Drake, I don't really want to hear that huh. But overall, I still really fuck with this song and I'm definitely gonna want to come back to it soon. Next up is Range Rover Sports Truck which is the Pierre Bourne produced song with Lil Keed. And the hook for this song is pretty monotonous and a little bit annoying if you ask me. It's the kind of thing Cardi would kill, but Yachty just doesn't sound his best on it. But it's certainly listenable and the rest of the song definitely makes up for it. Uh, Lil Keed and Lil Yachty definitely have more chemistry than they showed us on that tape with Zaytoven. It's just a really enjoyable collaboration. They're kind of trading lines back and forth, having a great time it sounds like. I don't know. I'm saying this about a lot of these, but it's just a super fun song. Next song I want to talk about is Till the Morning with Lil Durk and Young Thug. 
And this is another one that's just super catchy and entertaining. The beat and Lil Durk both sound kind of poppy, but Lil Yachty really brings his best to this track, and there's a pretty great thug feature too, and that's something I can never turn down. That's just an automatic W. Finally, my last highlight is the song Wu Chile. This song starts in pretty much the worst way a song can start, in my opinion, which is the rapper commenting on the beat as if it's the first time he's heard it. I, and I don't even care if it is the first time, just shut the fuck up. It just primes me to dislike the song. But then he takes this cool spacey atmosphere that Earl has laid out and he just rides it so smoothly. I also want to point out that this beat would have been perfect for a Cardi feature. This would have been amazing. And speaking of Cardi, it makes me want to cry to think that Pick It Up was taken off this album. God damn. It seems that it was his label Og that took him off though, which is really disappointing, uh, but also not surprising because it's them who took him off of Yeo with Young Lean. And that really sucks because the people need their Cardi, or at least I do. Anyway, back to Wu Child. And I just want to hear this in the car. Shit, fuck the pandemic. Even if you're super lame, you have to like this song a little bit. And Yachty, I don't know why the fuck your diamonds like anchovies, but whatever, bro. Just keep doing your thing. All in all, this album is awesome. I really love this shit. I'm definitely going to be bumping this. And yeah, if you haven't already listened to the project, I really recommend you give it a chance. It might just impress you like it impressed me. I try to keep an open mind, but I had no idea that it was going to blow me out of the water like this. It's hard for me to settle on a, on a rating for this one, but I'm going to have to give it 7 out of 10. I got an absolute fuck ton of enjoyment out of this, and I'm seriously grateful that it blessed this fucking terrible week. It's easy to imagine shit like that just happening other places that you think of as intolerant, but it's really hard to have that shit happen in your own city, and it's a rude awakening that you and the people you know are more instrumental in racism than you might want to imagine. But yeah, rest in peace, George Floyd. And that's pretty much what I've got for this week. Um, you may have noticed that there's no ad coming into this. I'm gonna stop doing those fucking shitty ads because all in all, I've made 16 fucking cents. And I know my shit isn't like the most popular podcast ever, but even considering the amount of plays I get, like that is like nothing. So that doesn't feel worth me saying some fucking bullshit at the start of every episode. So Anchor, you can keep your 16 cents. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this is Henry, sliming off.